there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Love that music. You know what time it is. It's playing it forward with my main man, Mike Sauter. And I am Damon Benning. Part two of catching up with coaching your kiddos. Kind of what's in the water as... Sports in the state of Nebraska is on the rise. Are there any secret ingredients? What can you find folks learn? Difficult topic today, a little bit social media. And how to handle it as a coach and as a parent. And you have coaches handling it and trying to teach their teams on what's right, wrong, and different as far as social media. And also parents, how to handle that too. And expectations for younger kiddos yeah the fine line between being socially aware and having it be the end-all be-all right is it is it does it help keep us a little more centered because it's so readily accessible and easily out there or do we have to have this modeled behavior yeah it's probably well we'll find out a little bit of both and it's always some marketing in it too. That's how you, that's how you use it. You're, that's how you're teaching me, right? Yeah, I guess this whole brand, this whole branding. Thing, <laughs> that's as you're as an individual entrepreneur like yourself. Yeah, sometimes. team team sport. There is no branding it, is there? Right. All right, you guys slow that down. That's playing it forward. Part two coming up. Is it, there's each of you have had um, different levels of social media and your kids going through social media. Um, and, I mean, boom, like in it right away as a freshman, getting talked about. Even before she was a freshman, she social media stuff um, was, was happening and people talking about her, including myself. Um, but that, that stuff has happened. Um, Coach Martin, Zach, like that was kind of the – you lived, The boom, that yeah, was the start. Yeah, that was kind of at the start, right? Um, so you lived through that. Um, Alvin – same thing. I mean, Sharif, through his recruitment and everything, he kind of blew up. Josh, it took a while for um, uh, for Kyle to start getting some attention like you referenced. Andy, it's different for your kids. I mean, I, I'm i the one that put all of your kids on social media two years ago, and it's fun. But like you, know, like you said, those expectations. It, how, how do you manage that with your own kids slash your players – the social media aspect of where we are now, because what we talked about, what Damon talked about at the beginning of this, kids nowadays seem to have adapted really well to being talked about publicly and they don't let it really get to them as far as, you know, being good human beings. That has to come from somewhere. Yeah. Where does that come from? How are you guys managing the social media world and still having these quality kids? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it, this will be quick. I, I think, I think social media is, I think, I think social media is a good and a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you look at the, what the poor kid at Ohio State in Illinois mm. is going through because they didn't play really well. I mean, it's, it's so easy for people to get on social media 
and, and say good or bad things, which is really unfortunate, but they, I, I don't think they think about the other people on the other side. So I think what I've tried to do with my guys is this, you know, we talk about this every day at prep is that you have, you have to treat others the way you want to be treated. And, and there's, there's no discussion about that. We are not looking to start any kind of issues in person or on social media. So we always tell them, and it's nice when our, our Dean of students, Dr. Brown is part of the basketball staff, but you got to really think about what you say on social media, because right now, about everything you say can come back to hurt you a little bit and haunt you. And, you know, I, for one, I I don't have my own personal Twitter because it is very hard to read some of the comments that people put on there about other kids or other people's, you know, family members. I mean, I I just, I hate to keep, keep saying this, but the, to think what these, the poor kid from Illinois and Ohio state's going through because he didn't make a basket or because they didn't win a game. I mean, those guys are obviously great players, but then you get people that hide behind Twitter names. Like if you're going to run social media, you shouldn't be able to make up names, put your real name, your real picture and own what you're saying. So there's a responsibility to it. Um, I think, I think social media has done so much good for kids with exposure, but there is a really evil, bad side of it that, you have to you have to prepare your kids daily. Like you got to make good decisions, and what you put on Twitter, you got to own because if it comes back to haunt you, there's going to be consequences. And yeah, we've definitely talked with our players and uh, all of our players, and you know, obviously Britt in particular too. But basically, that's your resume, that's your footprint, and uh, anybody can see what you put out there. And we just talk to them about you know, put everything out there, make it positive make it something good and uplifting and try to stay away from the other aspect. And like, like coach said, you know, there's, there's both, both aspects out there for sure. But we just tell our kids to use it as a positive tool uh, because there is so many uh, good, good avenues for use of of the social media. But yes, um, like he said, there's, there's been a few negative things as well, but for the most part, um, um, our girls, I think, have followed that. And um, if you're going to post anything, it needs to be something positive about either your team, your teammates, or your opponents that you're playing. And, and keep it positive. Um, and I think if you go that route, you know, it it's, it's, can be a very useful and Coach, a good thing. Coach Prince, I know you've got to get to that online class. You can get going. Guys, uh, Andy, Couple. Coach Martin, Alvin, if you could take the social media and then just like two more questions for the four of you guys remaining, if you're okay with that. Is that cool? Yeah. Oh, that, okay. that works. But, you know, social media, I have, you know, three adolescent daughters, right, <laughs> sophomore and a senior. And, you know, the, the challenge that, that we have is, is not the, the positive. Um, you know, so many kids define their worth on, you know, what they read and the likes they get. And, you know, you kind of got to reframe to them what, you know, who, who's having an opinion about you and to stay centered with what's important in life, family and in Christ in our house and, and those things, because it, you know, you know, having Alexis that, you know, there's a lot of positive things wrote about her, but there's a lot of people that want to see her fail. And, you know, those things get back to those kids where, you know, it, it's wrong, but it's out there. And so, you know, we, we've had a, you know, for two years trying to, to educate all of our kids on, 
you know, just trying to stay centered and, and valued and making sure that isn't where you get your worth from, not, not from a social media app. Coach Martin. Yes. Same, same here coaches. Um, it took you a while to embrace yeah. social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't really your thing. Yeah, I said I got Facebook because of my uh, my my high school class reunion. I guess that's how you had to register to do that. So I'm getting old, and uh, and Twitter, uh, I don't run that. But my son, yeah, and we have an, and I know at the collegiate level, a lot of the college coaches run that form too. But one for our players, I just tell them, uh, you know, that like Ann said, that's your resume. College coaches, they're going to go deep into that and looking at that. So don't put something up there that can be harmful for you uh it's my job as a coach to you know uh, promote the players uh, and, and i know college coaches they can tell you maybe they're not on it but they are uh, uh you know and, and trying to get the, the players out there but i i'll, I'll send a lot of my stuff because i have a lot of of their numbers so i could just send it to them that way as well so um but yeah i i feel for some of these guys boy i i don't know i think i uh, you know, if, if my son threw a bad pass or threw a pick boy and somebody's putting it out there on social media, DB, I might have had to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't run into that dude yeah. if he's talking about my kid like that. But, uh, uh, no, I'm kidding. But uh, Not really. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, no, you're not. Yeah, he's not kidding. Uh, poor Josh. He's not kidding. Like, uh, good thing I'm probably not on there a lot, you know. But uh, um, it just, uh, yeah, they got to learn to handle that but uh, and channel it in the right way but uh i remember being when zach was little they there was something i can't remember what it was before facebook but i uh there was something out there that he put his his cell phone number on there and right away my wife's sister called us and told us it was out there and i was like oh my god i remember i just dropped my heart you know a little bit that he was like i don't know 10 12 years old and put it out there on something i don't even remember what it was but uh so you know just educating them and doing the right thing but uh uh yeah it's it's got its its purpose but uh it just needs to be channeled in the right way but i'm with josh on that too is is that you know sometimes i spend right after an emotional loss with our kids she's before we even get on the bus to head home uh you know i gotta you know try to help build our kids back up because they're just taking a beating sometimes so uh you know it definitely plays a role we got to make sure that we're doing it in a positive way but let me tweak it before Sauter's question here alvin how do you it's easy for you to compare and contrast. Sharif gets all the love. He's the poster child. CJ's the youngest. He's trying to get where Sharif is. How do you balance the marketing and, and power of social media and not let that drive, the you know, kind of maybe how CJ thinks to keep him as grounded as he is because he may be everybody's favorite. Uh, it's pretty simple for, for me. Um, <laughs> CJ is not Sharif period. Yeah. Oh, that is tough. You, you, gotta, you, you guys girl. say that. So matter of fact, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, Addie's I mean, not Alexis you know, and, is, and, you know, and Carter's not Zach. I mean, come on. With all, with all your kids and whatnot, I mean, like they're all different. Even, even teach them different or not. Um, like you, you talk to them different or whatnot. Like, but you mean, you mean, and you want the same for all of them, you know. So it's like, I can talk to Sharif like head on. I'm have to sugarcoat some things for CJ, but it's still, you know, I'm still hitting home to him, you know, where I'm trying to get at, get at him or not. So, 
with 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 the stuff as far as social media and whatnot, um, there's the good and the bad that you take with it. Uh, I kind of tell, I'll tell Sharif, of course, yeah, everyone says something good about you, but in the same tone, as Coach Martin was just saying, I talked to uh, another good friend of actually of, of all of ours actually, um, and he's in the bar, and he said he's watching Creighton play and Sharif subs in the game. And there's a guy right there, and he's like, oh, I hate when Mitchell gets in the game. The other team always goes on a run. <laughs> and he said he's like – he just sits there. He doesn't say anything, and the guy keeps talking. And he says, like, how much do you know about basketball? <laughs> and how do you know if I don't know that kid that you're talking about? Yeah. And when he says that to the guy, whatever, like, no, it's kind of yeah, like yeah, – we just need to hear what happened to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually your buddy right there, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I won't even mention no names, but – um, Even now, you got me curious. <laughs> you guys all know he's Josh's buddy as well, man. You guys oh, know him, man. I know who it is. <laughs> See, Larry, I told you. I told you. He's my buddy. No, it's, 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 it's strictly what Josh said, though. But you got you have people one who put who who will speak uh speak things on Twitter or whatever, but they won't put their real name, their real picture or whatnot in. You gotta ignore a lot of that stuff, man. It's just kind of like the hecklers in the in the stands where be football, basketball, not when you're playing, you ignore that. You don't hear it. So that's exactly just what it is. Have you guys noticed? And you've do, all of you have done this a long time, which is part of the reason why I wanted to ask you guys: is have you noticed an evolution in the quality of athlete? And do you have a reason on why it's – or is it just us? Not not just on the field or court, but, like, as humans. Obviously, you guys play an integral role, right? Like, we're, we can hear it. Hey, I want real-life values. I want right. real skills. There's some tough love. Uh, you guys were all very, very good, too. So do you, do you raise them the way that you were raised? Like, first of all, have you noticed – an evolution in the quality of person of the student athlete. That's a hard question to say because you have to admit that maybe it wasn't always what it was now. I'm okay with that. And do you have some reasons why? I mean, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think I'm a little bit different because I'm at such a unique place at Creighton Prep that I really truly feel like every kid I get is a blessing and, um, they, they've got a pretty good head on their shoulders. I mean, there's a few kids, obviously, that we got to work with and, and really kind of encourage to maybe do things a little bit differently. But all in all, for the 19 years I've been here, I've been pretty lucky to have pretty good kids with pretty solid foundations that um, we're going to work hard and, and buy into coaching and buy into the, to the culture of the program. But Social um, media you know, or, or the immediacy, if that hasn't helped keep kids in li- Like, I, I just feel like it's different. Maybe it isn't. Maybe, maybe it isn't, Josh. I, it just seems like there something is – maybe it's just a rare crop. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But, you, Josh, you I coach mean, against those guys. I mean, you, you've coached against those kind of guys we're talking about, though. Yeah, I mean, but I don't get to spend, like, right. lots of time yeah. with them. Yeah. like. I mean, there's certain things I definitely, 
I'm not like, I don't enjoy watching when, the, when it happens like on a court or something, but that's another place, another time. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, there's certain things that you can tell within my team of what their approach is and how we approach it, that it doesn't go that way. Um, I think, I think we have a special senior class. I think they're all great kids from what I know of them. Um, and I'm hoping that that's what the kids are going to be like moving forward. Um, but I mean, there's still some things that I have to learn to adjust with, you know, with the social media part, but also with the player and how maybe the game has changed a little bit where it's more, you know, how, how can I draw a little bit of attention to myself after a basket or after a run, I, that are some things that I still, I struggle with because I can do something with those 20 seconds. You're trying to draw attention to yourself by trying to get a game plan going. So um, I don't know. I, that's a tough one for me, but I think, I think the kids all in all have been pretty solid. And um, I think they all come with a pretty good foundation and um, they're willing to listen to their coaches. Coach Martin. Yeah, that's a tough one, you know. I've right, because you're not really ranking what, kids. You know, yeah, yeah. But I, I think that the the social awareness thing was was the the social media has definitely helped our our skill position kids. I at least what I've seen in football wise. Uh, and the other thing that I would say is, our I remember challenging a couple of them back in the day, and one of them's in the NFL. Went to Creighton Prep, good friend of mine, and. Uh, son, as I said, we need our specialty, our, our, our skill position kids to leave this state and go other places and do extremely well. And they have. And so I think it's increased our credibility around this or, or in the state of Nebraska, because for years when I was here for geez, I mean, I've been uh, whatever blessed for 31 years and, and 29 of it as a head coach. But it, most of the places outside of here would always just send their O-line and D-line coaches here, right? Mm-hmm. From the, the power five schools to recruit our kids. They don't. But now because of the, the quality of players in a variety of different schools, we're getting more of those coaches to come to this area. And so I think the the success of, you know, the, the kids, uh, you know, outside of here, especially the skill position kids has raised uh, a huge awareness to this, uh, to, to this metropolitan slash state of Nebraska area. That was my initial reaction. Um, kids wise. Um, I mean, is there, know, is there, is there, is there a new Nebraska nice is, does a rising tide lift all boats and we've seen. You know the 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 Chucky Hepburns that don't say much. The the cities, the Markowskis that don't do. Is it modeled behavior? I, maybe it's just me. Yeah. Well, I think you know the you know the quality of the youth sports. You know, maybe uh, yeah. you know the AAU stuff. That. You know, with Bob and Alvin and those guys doing their thing. I think you got good coaches that have been. Um, you know, I don't. I'm not in that world a little bit. You know, seven on seven starting to take off. Right, wrong, or indifferent, it's going to go. Um, but just listening to the, you know, you get a guy like Alvin Mitchell. Come on, I mean Carter played in his league. This guy is passionate about what he does uh, with kids. I mean, I if you haven't seen it, you need to go. I know you guys have. But I'm talking to the people that are listening. I mean, just a phenomenal the way that he runs his program and carried, he wasn't lying. I mean, Carter was not an overly talented basketball player. 
and might have been the least talented. He showed him the same love as the the highly talented kids that that are in his organization. So the guy is legit. I've refed them on the other end. They coach their kids. That you know they're teaching them the fundamentals and stuff like that. That's just my perspective on the thing. Uh, uh, so, but the kids wise, I you know it's 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 you know we have to continue to to educate, embrace each kid is different, you know, and and uh, keep them uh, headed in the right direction, keep them busy, keep them occupied. I you know they're on them darn phones. This pandemic has, I mean, just getting our kids back into the school system. I can see it right now that these kids, you know, they can't go X amount of time without being on that phone, you know, uh, when we're in the weight room. And so we got to constantly remind them. So I'm not saying it's a negative thing, but, you know, just keep it in perspective of what they need to get done. But, um, you know, but and then you watch, like you said, the state basketball finals and listening to, to, to uh, Josh's game, uh, you know, what great kids, what great admiration that they had for each other. To me, that, that maybe I'm being old school, but that stems from the coaches and their and their 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 surroundings of people who you that they're surrounding themselves with their support systems. So, Andy, so, I've I've watched yeah. you firsthand nip it in the bud at a at a you're pretty no nonsense with that Supreme program. You you talk to the parents about what's expected. It's either for you or it's not. There aren't a lot of people like you out there. How much of I mean, is that some of kind of maybe what this is is is, is kids being kind of groomed to 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 do it either this way or, or not at all? Yeah, I mean, I think model behavior is important, right? I mean, we, we've all, you know, went back to a coach that had an impact in our life or a role model that, that you know, had a, made a difference in our life. So I, I do think Nebraska has a lot of people that, that give back, um, you know, which is important, that model behavior of what we're, we're striving to, to be. You know, my, my concern you know, with all of this, um, I, I think parents have lost a little sight of how feasible it is to, to have their kid be a, you know, an elite high school athlete, go on to college. You know, it's it's not easy. You know, there's a genetic disposition. You know, I, I just look at the sacrifices families are making financially, you know, to, to all of these things. There's more opportunity for them to have a skills coach, a strengths coach, a, you know, AAU program. And you know, all that comes at a tremendous financial burden. And, you know, I, I, I wonder at what point does that break? You go just cause families aren't going to be able to keep affording the, the resources that are out there. And, and we've all been really fortunate to have kids go on and, and be successful, but it's, it's not maybe as easy as what social media portrays it to be. There's a lot of, you know, behind the scenes things, but you know, I played in the nineties and I played for coach Hawk and Doug Woodard brought me over to the program. We had great, guys in the early 90s, Damon. So I think maybe you're losing sight that for 30 years, we probably had the right role models. It's just a matter of, you know, was the right light, you know, shining on the right people? Because I think this state has produced uh, could very well be it. athletes and great coaches and great role models on all levels. That could be it. That, well, That's we maybe talk, our answer right no, we, there. We talked about it. We said, <laughs> hey, maybe it's just that we can bring such easy attention to it right, now, now that now we're more aware. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely, that could be it. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, yep. before we let you guys go, pressure of the last name, right? You, you're coaching your own kid. Ludke's got his lore, especially in the, the hallowed halls of Creighton Prep. Uh, the shadows of Coach Martin, a multi-state, um, you know, title winner. Um, Markowski, right? Like, was it a crutch? Was it a bonus? Like, how did you deal with carrying the last name? Oh, man. Um, 
I mean, it was, it was tough, but um, gotta be. Yeah. I, I, what's that? It's gotta God, be. Yeah. Um, I, I think this, I, I, I think what I've always told Kyle is to go out there and give it your best, um, and, and leave it all on the floor. And that's kind of been our motto. Um, and, and never take the criticism from other people, use it as a, a way to try and find a way to get better, but don't dwell on it. Try to dwell on the, the positives and the strengths. Um, and I think that's why it was successful for him. And you guys both know Kyle. I mean, he's as humbled and as quiet as they come. Um, but he's probably learned from his dad that, you know, there, there's a time and place when to say something and when not to say something. Um, and I think I've, I've fought pretty hard for him as a coach-player relationship, not a father-son relationship, but a coach-player relationship to really say, now, you know, he's a pretty good player. Now, no, you got to give him his due um, because he's earned it. Um, as I've – even to now when we talk about what's going on with him and his school at UNO, it's like just give it 110%, work hard. And, and leave it be. So um, I think that's how we approached it. I think that's how it worked. I think it would have been harder for him here at prep if he would have decided to continue to play football and, and had to live up to the yeah. expectations of being my son as a quarterback here at prep because I was fortunate enough to, to play on three state titles and to be in a program that was the best program for so many years with Coach Jaworski. That might have been more pressure than him coming and joining me with basketball when we were kind of a football school at that time. Coach Martin, you're on this note, I mean, now Zach is coaching. I mean, so does that pre- – is that a different kind of pressure there? Well, I said, you know, uh, three things as I listened to this here a little bit. And, uh, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to have a little conversation with Josh the other night as was paying respects with him and his, his father that I think that him and I – kind of grew up a little bit the same um you know you it was instilled at me at a young age um that you were not going to embarrass your, your last name just not happening that that was i cannot tell you how many times you know my dad uh, back home i grew up in a little small town i'd say a lot of my passion came from the things that he didn't get my dad didn't go to high school he had to go to work right away his dad was blind and my dad was a hell of an athlete uh, but he didn't get to play sports in high school and so just that passion of wanting to do that and it was instilled in me that you you were everything that you did you are not going to embarrass that last name on uh, uh, on there and I told this to somebody the other day the also advice that he gave me is uh, when I was in a young age too was is look the good Lord gave you two eyes and he gave you two ears and only one mouth so listen and watch before you talk. And that was great advice when I was younger and, you know, and I'm not getting into a whole thing, but I've, you know, I'm not saying I've been that direct with my boys, but you know, uh, they're doing a good job and, and uh, you know, like everybody was talking about the hard work, but they're grounded. They know what, what their work ethic needs to be. And um, uh, we've instilled a lot of those great qualities in them. Andy. Yeah, you, you guys are giving me way too much credit for the Markowski name. I mean, nobody knew the Markowski name until the state tournament last year when Alexis went for <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look at this guy. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's, you know, certainly um, you know, we, we don't talk about it. You know, I, our kids know 
you know, hard work and, and being humble and, and, you know, being family oriented. And, you know, I think our younger siblings, you know, now have, you know, maybe a harder, harder challenge to, to, you know, to, to me and me garner external expectations. You know, I think we all, you know, have different expectations for our kids internally on, on what path we see them going down, but, you know, doing things the right way. But, but certainly I, I can see that being an added, you know, challenge for, for my uh, Alexis's other, brothers and sisters. And, you know, we'll, we'll try to manage that and, and uh, you know, have those discussions to make sure we're, we're parenting those uh, the right way. Yeah. You've been fantastic. We kept you a little longer than we wanted to, but <laughs> could probably uh, keep going. We're, we're, okay. we're going to chop it up and kind of do the best that we can with making sure the information runs smooth, man. But uh, you were picked for a reason, uh, a lot of mutual respect and, and we're going to build on it. I don't know if we're going to re- release it sequentially or all in pieces as we get everybody. But next week will be interesting because that will be kind of the 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 the, the parent non kiddo non coach approach too. So I I think it'll be interesting to 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 watch folks um, respond. So that was part two of our uh, coaches carousel, if you will. Wow. Um, do you feel a little more responsibility in life? Need to go out and be a better dad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, when I'm coaching you, it's, I, it's not personal. Yeah. Or, and, and for someone like me that uses social media as my job, like I feel more responsibility to treat people even better than what I think I do because I try and be positive. Man, yeah, you hear people talk about the resume thing. Right. But the practical application of it, mm-hmm. it's pretty powerful. Absolutely. Yeah, part three, you won't want to miss it. We'll talk to the parents and talk legacy and mm-hmm. pressure and what comes, what's all in the last name, Mike Sauter? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to get there someday with my kids. So they're young. I got time. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Part three coming up. Hey, we appreciate you sticking around for playing it forward. We're back next week. A Huda Media Production.